Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bringing Value Podcast. Here joining my friend Ricardo Acevedo. Hey guys, excited to be here sharing again. Definitely. So I wanted to kind of piggyback off of the podcast we just released, sure. which is about the 12 values yes. by John Maxwell's book. And what's yeah. the book called? Today Matters. Today Matters. So we went over last, the first principle, yes. which was attitude. Attitude. Which is a beautiful, beautiful podcast. If you guys not have listened to it, please feel free to scroll backwards. You'll see attitude as the podcast name. Really powerful stuff. But today you wanted to bring the second added, or excuse me, the second value. Yes. And the second value is? Uh, it's priorities. Priorities. It says today's uh, priorities give me focus. Mm. And it says, um, just for today, I will determine and act on important priorities. I like that. So I kind of want to, like I said, I want to simplify this for sure. the audience. And I have a lot of questions. I'm sure you're very knowledgeable on this and you, you know, because you've gone through that book quite a bit of times. I know. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I think about when I think of priorities, Ricardo is like, you know, the layman term. It's like, well, what's my priority? Like that means what am I going to do first today? Or what sure. am I, you know, what are my top priorities? What's important to me? And then when I think of the backwards, I think of what's not important. Right. Sure. So if you asked me personally, Ricardo, what's a priority to me is my fitness, right? Sure. I go to the gym almost every day. Uh, priority for me is eating well. A uh, priority for me is speaking to my mother and just, you know, giving her a call at least once a day or every right. other day just to tell her I love her and I miss her and stuff. Right. Those, I think, what I think the normal person thinks are like, you know, what's a priority. But the book, it sounds like, and based on our earlier conversation, it goes much, much deeper. Yes. Could you explain to me, like, what is a priority based on the book and just your own? Well, it, remember, priority, it's going to be in all different areas of your life, right? Okay. We have priorities at work. We have priorities at home mm -hmm. and we have priorities in our health. Okay. We have priorities in our, in our faith. So obviously every area of our life that is important has priorities. So basically what this book teaches through these 12 values, which is uh, value number two, which is on priorities is that a lot of times we do second and third things first versus focusing on our true priorities. So we're able to be more efficient with our life. A lot of times we have the things that we got to do, right? And then we have a lot of laundry list of things. Mm -hmm. So what we naturally tend to do is we end up tending to go through our laundry list and complete laundry list and not really focus on our true priorities. So what this book and this value teaches us is that we have to be intentional on understanding first what our priorities are, mm -hmm. right? What is my priorities in my relationship with my wife? What is my relationships in my relationship with my family? Mm. What is my priorities at work? What is my priorities on my um, relationship with God, my spiritual? What are the top things I have to be doing mm -hmm. on a daily basis that is going to allow me to have success in my relationship with my wife? For example, I got to be kind. Right. I got to be nice. I got to be meaningful. Mm -hmm. I got to do something to pour into the relationship on a daily basis, mm -hmm. not just become the husband, the high and by, and not do anything that is a priority to build on, on our relationship. Mm -hmm. But if I have a priority list and I'm like, okay, I have a priority list for the day, which becomes my priority day, you know, list for the every day. Now I have an actual plan where I can actually focus my efforts that every day, and if it doesn't become every day, but as consistently as possible, I'm focused on my priority on my relationship. So I'm able to focus and pour into those priorities because that's what's gonna help me maintain that relationship 
and have better outcome and success because I'm focusing on what really matters mm-hmm. and not on the laundry list that really doesn't become efficient and productive to be able to feed and, and fuel that relationship. I really want to go into the laundry list because when I hear the laundry list, I kind of think, and here's my example. I have a task list every day for my business. Yes. Right. And you're right, Ricardo. I'm thinking about it because you said, I want you to repeat that. What you said, do the first things first or something. Yes. Because a lot of the times we focus or most of the time, Seth, is we focus on second things, third things, and even lower than that things than in our first things first. So we have our priority list. Yes. We have our top, our middle and our bottom. Right. And a lot of times we naturally tend to do second things first versus doing first things first. So we ended up going through the actual laundry list and we're not really being efficient Mm. with our productivity because we're focusing on the second and things, a second and third things first versus tackling first things first, because that's where the true productivity and efficiency comes from when you're focused on first things first. And the reason why I say that is because I'm guilty as Ricardo. Sure. And And we all are, Seth. We all tend to have that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So because what I used to do, unfortunately, was I look at my full list and I know the most important thing would be, you know, step one and two. Sure. But I say, you know what? Three and four and five are so much easier. You hit it on the spot. There's so much faster to get done. Yes. So let's say I started my work day at 8 a.m. What I should have been doing was step one and two. Sure. But step one and two would have taken me four hours. Yes. So what I do, unfortunately, is I do step four, five, and six. Yeah. And in my mind, and it's funny because like it's resonating. <laughs> it's like, I got a lot done though. Yes. Because I got four, five, and six done in two hours. But you're cheating yourself. Yes. And see, that's where we need to find awareness. And see, this is why this book... And these 12 values that we're going over in our company and now even outside our company into our community, it's creating so much awareness, Seth, that is allowing myself, our people Mm -hmm. and the people around us to create awareness on some of the simple mistakes that we're making, that we're not even understanding how impactful they are, Mm -hmm. not today, but over the course of the next six, 12 two years, five years, 10 years out. Think about you, okay, and you're a very successful man. You've done a lot at your age and you've been working on a lot on your laundry list and you still have accomplished what you have accomplished. Think about you attacking your Mm -hmm. days and having that discipline on us every single day to show up and handle first things first how much more efficient and successful you would be, or let's say not successful, how much more in reality would you advance over the next six months, 12 months, two years, five years, Mm -hmm. if you were to tackle first things first on whatever area you naturally tend to go to the bottom of the list and not really focusing on first things first. This is a good bridge to this next segment, which was, you told me a little bit off camera, The 80-20 rule. What is that? The 80-20 rule. That's the Pareto rule, which basically tells you that 80% of your time of your day has to be invested on the top 20% of the activities that will bring the most um, outcomes that you need for whatever area you're actually working on. The reason I ask you is because 
as you're speaking to me, my own opinion based on what I've been doing is those ones and twos, the things I was telling you that I was not doing till sure. later. You're right. They would probably take up, you know, 80% of my time, but because I didn't want to do them. Yeah. They because they're pushed. the hardest to do, Seth. Yes. And we leave them for last and then we roll it over to the next day and sometimes to the next mm -hmm. and they become, so that first priority becomes priority tomorrow and it becomes priority again the following day. And we just keep kicking it to the next day. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're accomplishing some stuff down here, but we're not truly attacking first things first where we should be really attacking those first so that we can see a much greater return on our efforts. And see, and what I've discovered is when you attack, and these are through personal experiences, mm -hmm. okay? Because I am responsible for making some of those mistakes. I make it less because I'm aware through reading, through applying, mm -hmm. is I try to attack first things first in the morning because I'm fresh. Yes. I can handle them better. And not just me saying, my mentors say it, is when you do that, you get that win in the morning you attack the big thing in the morning, the thing that was the hardest. And once you knock that thing down early in the morning, Seth, you become so confident of you executing that first thing first that the rest of the day, it's going to be easy, mm -hmm. slam dunk, and so much more efficient and productive because you build such more mm -hmm. confidence and self-esteem because you were able to accomplish your hardest task in the morning, which is going to allow you to be a lot more efficient throughout the rest of your day. Momentum. Because it builds momentum. Attacking those first is what gives you momentum for the rest of the day. And just, I'm going to challenge you. Try to make that adjustment and start trying to do some of, some of those first things first and see how you feel on those days mm. versus the days that you take the second and, and second and third things first and see how your momentum and your confidence mm. of that day felt like and then document it, yeah. write it on your journal, express your feelings so that you're able to value it yourself and that's how you start understanding yourself better and you start understanding at, at what sector or at what area or at what day you were able to be at your fullest best and what did you do that day and then you start stacking more of those days mm -hmm. because you start understanding the difference from this day to this day that you now start identifying where Seth where Ricardo could be at his best because he has he was able to identify the difference between day one and day two and he was able to really, in a sense, create self-awareness on where was he more efficient and productive and successful on that day. Which will bring me to my next segment and the bridge to it. Because Sam, we talked a little bit off camera. Yeah. Sam Bakhtiar, rest in peace, one of my mentors. Yeah. I absolutely loved him. Amazing, amazing guy. Absolutely great man. So it sounds like to me what you're kind of what he used to say to me. He used to say, Seth, 20% of the things you're doing right now are accounting for 80% of your growth. Yes. So shift that focus because right now you're only spending 20% of your time on it. 20% of what you're actually doing is going to go to 80. No, sorry. He's taking one step further, by the way. Yeah. He thought 90, 10, right? He thought 90, 10. He yeah. says 10% of what you're doing, Seth, yeah. accounts for 90% of your growth. And so this was at the gym in the morning. He goes, 10% yeah. of this workout, Seth, that last one more rep. That, right. And this is actually scientifically proven. When you finally get that last rep in, that sure. last hold, 
That's what accounts for 90% of the muscle of the growth. Yeah. The other of the growth of the growth. It's that extra one more rep. Sure. It's that extra push where you're really pushing the muscles to tear and to grow. Right. Just 10% of the workout. Yeah. 90% of the growth. Yeah. Which kind of leads me to what you were about to say on uh, the next bridge, which is you told me something about like, do the right things right. Yes. Because he used to tell me, Seth, he had me do this little challenge. He goes, what's not important in your business? And I gave him this full list. He goes, cool. You're not going to do any of it anymore. Kick it out, Seth. Yeah. Delegate it. Well, not even delegate. So he had me do a, a triple bucket challenge. Bucket number one was what was important. Bucket number two is what is important, but that somebody else can do. Sure. And then bucket number three was just stuff that's not important. Sure. And in my example, we used to offer 300 products. Now we only offer about 15 because 285 of those products were not important because right. they were only contributing to one or 2% of my total company's growth. Wow. So why offer it in the yeah. first place? Yeah. So he had me kick that and he had me master the stuff that I was supposed to do and then delegate the rest out. Do right. Do the right thing. Right. Yes. And that I know you brought that up on the book. Do you expand that for me? Well, it's basically focusing on what really matters. Yeah. Focusing on the things that are your strongest thing that you can offer mm -hmm. is staying within your strengths and not your weaknesses. See, those other products was your weaknesses of the company. Yes. Because it was where you were generating the least, but it was taking time. And it was taking effort out of your company to service that product yes. that could have been invested into the area of your strength. Mm. And see, my mentor says a lot about, hey, don't focus on your weaknesses. You need to build off of your strengths. Look at what works and even make it better. Mm. See, we have stuff that works already. Is We're supposed to understand it and even make it better. Because we can make it 1% or 5% or 10% better. Yes. So it's excellence comes from doing the thing, the right things, doing them right. Doing the right things right. So identifying and that's what where is the excellence right. is created. Yes. Is by understanding priorities. Hmm. What is the top priority for the company? What is the top priority for your relationship? Hmm. What brings the most fulfilling moments to your relationship when you evaluate your relationship well when we go out and we spend time together or when we have a conversation or when we have certain discussion when we have our intimacy of our own time so where is the top area of that relationship that gives you the highest and greatest return wow. well let's spend more time there and remove all that stuff because depending on how you're going to spend time together, why don't you just spend it on the areas of priorities that are going to give you the highest return, mm, right? So we're dumping out the unnecessary mm -hmm. and we're leaving the important and we're just making it better. Wow. That is mind blowing, by the way. It kind of reminds me of a saying, and you've heard this, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. In the same sense, it's like if it's working. Right. And not only is it working, but it's working the best. And sometimes they teach you don't, don't, don't mess with it. Leave it alone. Yes. That's my, and again, that my opinion is that's wrong. You got to still get in there and try to make it even better. better. Right. Because everything is remembered. It's about innovation. Yes. Innovation and growing Growth. and building. Otherwise we're getting stuck and we're not moving forward. But I will say based on that statement, if it's working, that means that's where you should be pouring the energy yes. into to make it even better. That's what I'm saying. Right. Doesn't stay the same, but you make it even 
better. Wow. That's what we talked about. Whatever is working, let's try to make it work even better. better. So let's analyze our business. What are the areas? And see, you're, you're thinking your business right now. What are your areas that are doing the best? Well, let's sit down with the team. Let's have a discussion. How can we make that area even better? How can we improve 5 or 10% more yes. on that area that can make a big impact in your business? Because think about it. 80% of your income comes from your top 20%. Yes. So if you give your top 20% an additional 5 or 10% improvement, yes. doesn't that make a massive response on the return on that improvement? Yes, absolutely. Every 10%, just to give you a perspective on that, every 10% on an 80% is another 8% growth yeah. on the entirety of the company. Yes. Whereas See, you you're look, better than me at numbers, so, yeah. so Whereas, you're already doing the math. And uh -huh. I'm just looking at your, at your face, at your eyes, where they're going, and I get excited about that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. It's working smarter, not harder. That's what priorities kind of do. It makes right. you work smarter. So, so me going to our real estate industry, Seth, going to our real estate agents, you know, to our team, the people that we're working on developing, not only as human beings on their personal level is how can we apply this into our business? Mm. How can I uh, help my real estate agents identify priorities in their day? How can we simplify our day and we focus on priorities that are going to have the greatest return on their day. I like Instead that. of working on all these laundry lists, mm -hmm. hey, remove all that stuff. Let's focus on these top three things every single day that is going to give you the outcome that we're looking for. And to master them. That is correct. Right. Become excellent yes. at it and become the best at it. Because I think I told you the off camera, the cliche is jack of all trades, but master of none. Sure. And, and, and I could read you a lot of stuff from the book that's going to basically give you, in a sense, uh, feedback off of that, obviously, you know, a statement you stated. But that's what we're doing, man, is we're yeah. just trying to simplify things. Yeah. And this is what this book gives us. It gives us, in a sense, a roadmap for our lives mm -hmm. to make the complicated simple, simple mm -hmm. and applicable. By staying working on the things that do matter. Yes. And that are going to make us focus on our priorities, on the things that do matter, that is going to give us the highest return. I like that. On that avenue that we're trying to improve in our lives. So instead of an ROI on money, it's more like an ROI on your time. Yes. Right? It says here, look at, it says here, money mistakes can often be corrected. Yes. But when you lose time, it's gone forever. Uh, my, my mentor, Hector, Hector Padilla talks about non-refundable moments. Yes. Because time is not refundable. Yes. Your priorities determine how you spend your time, and time is precious. Mm, powerful. I like that a lot. Well, listen, we are, wow, we're already 20 minutes in. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to leave for the audience? Um, I've read this book about 10 times already, Seth about 10 times, we're having these amazing transformational tables. Why are they considered transformational tables is because our people's lives are transforming. Mm -hmm. They're identifying and creating awareness on their life, on things that they didn't even pay attention to. We talked about 
attitude last week. Mm-hmm. It, you know, b- by going through these values is identifying and creating awareness on their attitude. Okay. Now they're checking themselves like, hey, really, how has been my attitude? Mm-hmm. Because see, when there is no awareness, you just do it. Do it. And you think it's normal. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the way you are or you're supposed to be. That's how you became because of your environment where you grew up and you thought it was normal. Mm. But it's not the way you're supposed to be. Makes sense. The minute you start reading and understanding about attitude and about priorities, you start giving it a different understanding and a broader view of it where you start creating awareness. And when you start creating awareness those things start losing power over you because now you're able to identify them and you start applying them into your life. And that's when you start seeing true transformation in your life. And you've made them changes and you've made them simple. You make them simple. And see, this is what the beautiful thing about our 12 values that we're learning, Mm -hmm. that we're growing and that our company is based off of yes is how can we simplify the life of our people where they can transform them their lives but at the same time they can become successful by making the complicated simple and by having a meaningful successful lifestyle beautiful through 12 very simple life values that will transform their lives and Right now we're touching on, on priorities and obviously in my opinion, it's, it's an amazing value because it gives you an opportunity to focus on what truly matters because we get ourselves caught up on so many things that we shouldn't even be doing. Yes. That we shouldn't even be placing focus or attention Mm -hmm. to because we're not even aware of how our focus level gets sidetracked so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That when we try to come back here, we've lost so much valuable time. And momentum. And momentum. Yes. So what this is doing is allowing our people to stay focused on what really matters in their lives. Mm -hmm. That is going to give them a higher return over time. Powerful. I love it. Well, hey, that brings the end of our podcast. Uh, I'm going to link the book in the description. Sure. So it's John Maxwell's Today Matters. Here's the book. Perfect. If any of you guys want to buy it and start reading it and start growing from it, it's a beautiful book that's going to give you a 12 basic foundation of 12 simple values that will simplify your life and it will allow you to find true fulfillment and true growth in your life. Perfect. Boy, thank you for joining us. Till next time.